to the Monster Ruby Stomp Down. Of course, you got your host, Sludge, here, co-host across from me. The Lorax. That's right. Thank you very much. And the master from Texas. That's right. Got Ruben. Sweet. And we are here with our 100th episode. We've made it 100 episodes. And, man, we are stoked. We've got some really cool stuff in store for you today, tonight, whenever you're listening to this. Um, so we're doing, <laughs> we're reviewing Space Monster and Wagamongui. The uh, Mark's already giggling over like a, like a fool yeah. you have got to look like i don't know what i'm doing on, on your face. oh do i i don't i'm a pro i'm a pro right. no, I don't. um so we're doing yeah space monster wong mogwi and uh but we're, we're gonna review this because this was the we thought it'd be really cool for the 100th episode i can't focus i'm sorry with you over we there usually have it all written out and, and i know i usually do and i don't like well, right now okay okay, okay. i forgot just, to print things off let you know I have a doodle and some ratings, and that's yeah. it. Normally, we have this. So, you all see, we've got a, we're professional. You know, we got the show lined yeah, up, yeah. but no, not today. He's got the I'm, deer I'm in the headlight look. Jeep. You know, I, I splurge. I have go. a spiral. Yes. He's got the binder, the I whole nine yards. for the show. Well, yeah. I got a cup of coffee. You got a cup of, yeah. Let's go to print yours. I print yours for you normally. And, well, I mean, what am I thinking? Oh, my gosh. Like, pan the mark for a second. Wait, what? Here, here's how he prints for me. It's all of it right oh, here. Not, ready? See, there, there it is. See, I got, Wait, a, I got what a fresh is this? one. I oh, for, now we got a new one. I kind, I kind of forgot. I had fresh printed copies yeah. that we just didn't use, so <laughs> I'm gonna pretend like we're using them now. Uh, anyways, we're on it for the hundredth episode. I man. think you need to email Ruben a copy of this so he hey, has I his have own copy. Emailed him that before, did I not? He's. I do not recall. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> I knew it. I positive I am. Maybe I, I don't know. So, anyways, what was the? Let me look at this. So, anyways, we're doing Space Monster Wong Mogwai, man. Fifty years, this movie has been missing and out of the sight of the public, and now thanks to SRS Cinema, uh, is finally here. And so we wanted to to do that for our hundredth episode. But on top of that, we've got some pretty cool things. We have a guest listener that's going to join us later on in the show. And then we have got several questions from other guest listeners that they wanted to ask us personally. Um, some may be related about the monster movies. Some may not. We'll find out. Um, uh, to add, just to, to spend time with you guys, the listeners. We want to make sure that we could have done something super cool for this episode. But you guys are more than just listeners. You, you know, they're your friends, your family. And so we wanted to make it as much as we can about you guys. And so we wanted to bring and implement you guys as much as possible. And then we'll do a cool little short montage. What, Mark? To show exactly how comfortable he is with this. Stand up. What do you mean stand up? Just stand up. Now, I hope the camera can pick this up. Pick up what? (laughs) He's got Batman pants on. He is ready. Rocking. That's that's his PJs, man. That's what he sleeps in. I got gym shorts on. (laughs) I'll drop the drawers. I ain't afraid, you know. Uh, Ruben, what was you going to say? I don't know if the li- I don't know if the listeners caught this, okay? 
But did you hear what he said, listeners? He said, we could have done something pretty cool, but instead we're going to uh, answer some questions from the <laughs> no, listeners. No, no, yeah. that's what Okay, I that's not what I meant. Not what I meant. <laughs> that's, that's what I what heard. I meant cool, I meant because, you know, we did the whole Friday oh, Night yeah. Fights for this. I could have done something cool by picking on you guys, but I didn't. I want to do something, there, there you, you know, <laughs> you know, intimate, you know, yes. like with, with, with could have done something listeners. cool, but we're, instead we talked to these oh, guys. Gee, <laughs> Christmas. I already... Like, off here, so good point by Ruben, man. Oh, right come there. on. I don't even want to yeah. hear any more of the points. We're already starting. So, anyways, we've got a cool episode planned for you guys, and then we've got a cool little montage towards the end of some of the best moments of the shows over the last hundred episodes. And we thank you all because without you all, we, we don't do it. Yeah, we wouldn't be doing this. So, um, all right. So, Space Monster Wong Mogwi. This movie came out in 1967, June something, uh, over in Korea, and was a lost film. This was the holy grail of lost monster movies for 50-plus years, and we finally got it. Someone happened to finally find a copy of the film, showed it at a couple uh, film festivals over there. Ron and the crew over at SRS Cinema did all they could to make this movie come to light for us fans, and thankfully they did. We got a copy here at the Monster Movie Stomp Down, and we cannot wait. To review this movie, here's the trailer. That was the trailer for Space Monster Wong Mogwi, and so now you know exactly what you're in for if you haven't seen that before. Mm. Um, yeah, this is going to be interesting. So, <laughs> yes, um, very. Came out in 1967, was directed by Kwon Hyuk Jin. Um, I'm not even going to bother naming some of these actors because I'm going to butcher it all, but pretty much um, the movie's kind of run of the mill. You know, you got these aliens that are trying to come over, come take over planet Earth uh, to destroy mankind. They send the Space Monster Wong Mogwi. Down and you know the you know the the army they can't do anything about it. He's just unstoppable. He sees this girl who's um, who's married to the the main character who's an air force or sorry, a pilot. Not uh, yet, or not yet. That's right. To marry. That's right. Oh, supposed to marry. Yes. Oh, you yes. Because she goes on whining a lot about her uh, well, wedding day. Um, yeah, she was, sure does. Oh my gosh, it is out of control. <laughs> um, but so it's you know starts off you know when you see it they send Wong Mogwi down. And um, uh, who grows a giant sizes because he's like man size in the spaceship, but then and the aliens are clearly humans, just in 
special effects are not good in this. Um, so they, uh, <laughs> they they make it down. He comes down. He's giant size, and it's her wedding day. But the monster showed up. So now her her you know her fiance has got to go you know be the hero and try and take this thing down. And that thing works. It always fails. He blows out some radioactive breath type stuff that melts cities, buildings, the ten of them that's in the movie. And uh, and she's like still like planning on having her wedding day and her mom and her are like got her dressed up and then all of a sudden Wong Mogwi shows up instead of her escaping or the husband to be putting her on a military base, whatever, she gets captured, a la King Kong and Fay Ray's character. And so the rest of the movie he's kinda of piping around with her in his hand. And that's really it. Taryn buildings down with her in his hand. That's right. The dude does have some skill. He doesn't he drop he's her very doesn't good. hurt her. Um tearing these buildings down. And throughout the process, we meet this cool little street kid named Spider um, who uh, is kind of ticked off at Wong Mogwi and climbs Wong Mogwi, goes inside his ear and starts to, like, attack him by cutting through his eardrums and <laughs> with a butter his, knife. With a butter knife. <laughs> and then, like, is pulling on his nose hairs. This kid's awesome. Um, he does way more to Wong Mogwi than the army does. Um, and then it all kind of boils down there towards the end. They finally end up destroying Wong Mongwe, and the aliens are like, oh, no, we lost. we got to leave. And then, then they exactly. decide that they're going to adopt Spider. How did they destroy him? I don't really know. Like, they, did, <laughs> they didn't. Uh, the, the aliens self-destructed him. Oh, oh that's yeah, right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, Self-destruction. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that's the movie. They said, oh, we um, failed. And then he says, yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know how they failed. They realized <laughs> Spider was too much for them to handle. Uh, is what it was. So that was the movie um, that we've all waited 50 years, and I spent quite a bit of money on uh, to, to, to pre-order. Um, uh, you, you, thankfully, uh, my co-host didn't have to pay for the, for, for the film. And you're oh, welcome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Mark, let's go with you. Let's start with you. What did you think of Space Monster Wong Mogwi? Well, I'm going to tell you. Which I've had to say in a mirror, by the way, like 30 times to get that right. But anyways. It, it's... Um... It should have stayed lost. <laughs> okay. Uh, yes. It should have never it, been it found. my line. <laughs> you know, it, one of the things, you know, when, like in a film, when you hire extras, do they get paid? No, normally on a budget, at least 157,000 like a- extras were yeah. hired for this movie. In this movie, and, and, and which that. I just Wait, read on, which is kind of crazy. Where were they? That's what I, I want to know. Where were it, they at? There was there was a few scenes where the I, I remember them running down this alley away from the monster, and then all of a sudden the other half were running up the same alley that the other people were running down. So I couldn't <laughs> yeah, figure out yeah, okay. who was running. Yeah, from, yeah that's right. From who. Uh, and those know. two, uh, and those two idiots were <laughs> in that alley, just standing there. Oh uh, yeah. The this, dudes, the dudes were like making uh, bets oh, for his wife. Or something like, oh yeah. Or for his <laughs> wife. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Uh, I thought it was, it, it, it's, it's a rough movie to watch, <laughs> but I watched it and, uh, um, it, it's, it's so bad. It's funny. Okay. Agreed. I mean, and, and I try to, you know, you try to, as you're watching these movies, trying to figure them out and, you know, it's in Korean and so is, there's no English, so you can't understand what they're saying. So you've got to look visually because the, the captions at the bottom are just 
They were they were terrible. They oh, were just, yeah, yeah, they were just terrible. There, there was yeah. there was no doubt in my mind that Ron and them and SRS <laughs> didn't do those. They did not do those subtitles. <laughs> over in Korea, they're like well, these will work, and they yeah, sent them just over. Throw them on the yeah, screen. Yeah, we think there. this is what it, this means. It, it works. You know, things you don't understand. You know, when I mentioned to you earlier, what was the point of the guy screaming for the newspaper <laughs> yeah. so he could go over in the corner and take a dump? It is like, wait, wait, what is this? And then you're thinking, oh, he needs the newspaper because he needs some, you know, toilet paper. No, he lays it on nope. the ground <laughs> yeah. and goes on the newspaper. Yeah. You know, oh, and I'm like, what, what, what? And then is gets this? knocked into it and then gets knocked down. <laughs> yeah. Onto yeah. It. Yeah. Was that his only scene? I can't remember. I'm pretty sure that was <laughs> that his was only it. scene. Yeah. <laughs> They they didn't so, have enough they didn't have enough time for him to go bathe. Well, and, then and come I, back. I think that you know the 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 comedy aspect of it, it it was pretty decent. It was you know it was so dumb you had to laugh at it. And so, but I think overall, uh, uh, the movie, uh, like I said, needs to stay lost. And uh, <laughs> um, I I can't even tell you to go watch it. You know, it's that's you know it's just like that simple. But uh, the 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 street kid. Hanging from the guy's the monster's hair out of his nose. Oh my just, gosh! Yeah, you know. fantastic. Oh yeah, fantastic. <laughs> you know, and and I have to be thinking. There's a grown man sitting somewhere thinking, "Well, what do we do next?" As we write this out. Oh yeah, he can swing from his nose hairs. <laughs> you know, and so those parts were they were pretty funny. Uh, overall, uh, yeah, I'm not suggesting this to anybody. <laughs> well, there, well, there's Mark's opinion <laughs> and on this, and not wow. far from the truth. Ruben, what about you, man? Okay, I'm going to be a little bit more, uh, a little more merciful. <laughs> I will. I think everybody. I think everybody should watch this movie at least once because it is a uh, historical piece. Just let's put it that way. You know, um, it, it's it's been long lost, which. My theory is different than Marx. I don't think it was lost. I think they were using it in South Korea in, in Korean prisons. Torture <laughs> yeah, prisoners. Yes, definitely. So say, look, if you don't straighten up, you're gonna go in there and you're watching Space Monster by Mogway. Okay, buddy. And then they would straighten up, go back to their cells and behave themselves. Oh, yes. So I don't think it was lost. Okay. Oh. And uh so but I will say since you know it was the first Korean all Korean cast. Korean monster movie. I'm not saying to go out and buy it, but you should at least try to make an effort. And I don't know if there's anywhere you can watch this. I, I really don't without. Yeah, I don't. It. Not yet. The only way you can and, purchase and yeah, it. Yeah. And, and yeah, exactly. And to be honest, having a piece of history, you purchased it. I mean, it's still a piece of history, whether it's bad or not. It doesn't make a difference. So I wouldn't feel too bad about your purchase. If you if you're feeling like you that's got true, that may be that may be the, the one saving yeah, grace yeah. is is the historical yeah, the one saving grace. Is, I mean, I, I thought about it. I'm like, well, you know, it's it's a part of history, you know, just like Titanic is. A lot of people <laughs> love Titanic. Oh, yeah. Uh, not me. <laughs> oh, yeah. no. oh, it's right <laughs> there. No. It's that there. is it's because right of there. Nate. We've discussed this. <laughs> We're back to Space Monster Wong Mong. <laughs> so. So now let me say what I what I did like about it. I thought the miniature work was pretty decent in this movie. The miniatures there were made up, the little town miniatures. Um, I think the sound effects were horrible because they didn't match. Like he was knocking down in a building, the buildings, and you can hear like parts falling, but it didn't sound like the building parts that were falling. It yeah, sounded like yeah. Somebody just knocked some blocks over or something like that. Um, 
another saving grace to this movie if it's it's funny it's not a it's a monster movie but it's more of a comedy um and because because i don't even think the suit was that great i mean i think the suit was just I don't know what they did. It looks like they just took some more worn out tires and made a suit out of it. That's what. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Tires. Yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the tire type of deal, you know, it was all kind of, you know, it was, it's funny. I can't describe it other than that, like something rubbery. And, uh, but, you know, I thought they, they gave the story a, a pretty good shot. You know, it was, it was, you know, the girl that was a lot like King Kong. A lot of people compare it to King Kong. I don't. I don't think it's enough there to call it a I agree. Other coach. than the girl part, no. Yeah. No one comes. Other than the girl part, I'm like, I don't understand why they say that. But <sighs> they do, but the special effects weren't that great, but um, the sound effect, the sound effects they used weren't that. It was distracting. Um, But all in all, I mean, it's a monster movie. It's a lot of fun to watch if you want to watch it. So that's why I'm recommending everybody should watch it. If you watch it and you hate it, there's been plenty of movies that all three of us have watched that we'll probably never watch again. But we sat there, we watched it, we judged it harshly sometimes, yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. and went was... on, <laughs> you know. And uh, some of us loved it, some of us hated it, you know. It's just the way it is. So I'm not going to be like Martin and say, don't even bother. I say, go ahead and give it a shot, just so you know for yourself that me and Mark are 100% correct about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and w- right. one thing that, that about this, when you watch, you know, the mon- giant monster movies and you always see them going through the big electrical cables and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. This is the first movie I think I've ever seen where they actually show him getting tied up in the wires around his feet. Oh yeah. I, oh yeah. Yeah. But yeah. 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 they actually yeah. show it. It's like, you might think about it when you're watching, but but they show it this time. He is he is tangled up in the wire. Very true. But, very true. But but technically, the minute he hit that wire, that girl should have been dead. Oh yeah, that's yeah, actually yeah, throwing yeah. right yep. through him. She should have died right there. She should have been crispy crittered right on his hand <laughs> yeah. right there, and it didn't happen. And that kid too. Oh yeah, that kid should have been. Yeah. You know, I thought I thought about that when that happened. Oh, they, they they were safe yeah, though. So. so. Anything else, Ruben? You yeah. got on that one? All right, let's give it to the guy. That's it, man. It's it's all on the guy. Oh yeah. The all man, right. The, the man who made the now. purchase. The, the man who bought it. Um, you're right, Ruben. Am, am I upset that I bought it? Maybe I'm not. I'm not upset that I bought this movie because it is a lost film, and there's only going to be a limited amount of run for it. Yeah. I am upset that I bought it on Blu-ray and VHS because. Should have just bought it on That's one my format. fault. Yeah, yeah, you know, like that, that was my fault because I told he he asked that question and I told him to buy both. Yeah. So, um, so thanks, Ruben. Fault. I'll I'll uh, expect that fifty dollars back for the for the VHS copy. Um, no, no. So I mean, it's cool though. The VHS is super cool. That's the this is the second VHS uh, release I've gotten from SRS Cinemas. The first one I got was Howl from Beyond the Fog, um, which was super super awesome. And it's cool to have that format and seeing it and. Um, of course, Ron sent me uh, three posters uh, for it, which was super cool. Um, oh, and, wow. And cool. Then, um, then I got the Blu-ray. Blu-ray was great. Actually, the Blu-ray has a lot of really cool bonus features. That's really super cool. A lot of, uh, of actually messages or videos from Monster Movie fans were put on the Blu-ray about their thoughts on the movie, like 
being excited about the release and and how they come to find out about the film. So some really cool the features on the Blu-ray are better than the movie itself. I will say that. I mean, this way to go, Ron. Like you did great on the features. It's better than the Blu-ray. So even Matt Frank's on there. Um. Anyways, the movie itself. Oh, cool. Uh, That's cool. Yeah, it's it, it's rough. Like it's funny. Uh, the two comedians, the guys that are always making bets and. Uh, end up betting for his wife, and then they meet the wife, and he's like, "Never mind, I take the bet back." And you know, like, they're they were actually Korean stage comedians, so it was really weird when he first watching it. I'm like watching the movie, I'm like, what is going on? Like, why? <laughs> what point do these two serve? You know? And so I'm watching it and looking up information. I'm like, oh, okay, so they're they're skit comedians. I see what it's but it's so out of place. There's so much in this movie. It's funnier than it is anything else. Um, Special effects are absolutely horrible. They are some of the worst I have yeah. ever seen. Special effects in Zarkor, even though it is not in the 90s, is so superior to this. Um, and that's a bad budget movie. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, the Monsters does not look good on film. Uh, so I got through watching it, and and there is one saving grace to this film as far as the film for me. Um, but I sat there watching it going, man, I've spent a majority of my life Hunting down every still I could of this film, praying for a mm -hmm. clip to pop up. You know what I mean? So I mean, at least the better part of two decades. Super excited about this holy grail. You know, like dreaming one day it's going to come out and I'm going to be able to see it, or I'm going to be able to see a fraction of the film, <laughs> and then it hits. It's here, gone for fifty years, and then so there's this excitement that I have watching this movie, and I don't. It's just like. Uh, Godzilla 98? Yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yes, you nailed yes. it. You spent all that time getting excited, then all of a sudden you see freaking that. Oh, it was the biggest letdown. I like, wasn't even going to bring that up on tonight's show. Well, I wasn't I, oh. that's the one yeah. time I'm okay with it being uh, brought up because oh, yeah. Ruben nailed it on the head yeah. there. This so, was I mean, Godzilla 98. It, yeah. like, is it still on the shelf upstairs? No. Oh, yeah, it is. Oh, yeah, it God. is. It, Space Monster Wong Mongwei. So, yes, like Godzilla 98, it was that big of a letdown. You know what I mean? So it, it really kind of sucked. Like, I, And maybe I was so overexcited. I don't know. However, Spider, that freaking kid, I loved every moment he was on that scene. He was not ha he was not having it with Wong Mongwei. The moment he's like, I mean, he's just strips like, I'm going to climb you and freaking kick attitude. your butt. He's got dude. attitude against the adults <laughs> yeah, and everything, yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah. He, had, he had attitude. Big attitude. And I loved it. He was great. He's ransacking some dude's house for food when we first see him. And then he's like, I ain't going to put up with this crap. This is my town. You know, it's just like, you don't roll up in here. Like, tell it like Scarface or like, you know, something like that. Like, he's like, no, man. Say hello to my little friend. Like, that's the way he was. Yeah. And dude, he did. He just jumped on him like he just had the biggest pair in the world. Oh yeah. And he he was cutting his eardrums. And the part where he falls out his nose and he is grabbing on by the nose hairs when you realize <laughs> those are nose hairs, it is so freaking hysterical, oh, yeah. dude. It like, was great. and then Wong Mogwi's like, ah, you know, I, I loved it. I love Spider. And then he gets out and he falls in the hand with the girl and he's like, oh, I'll I'll save us, you know. Like, I'm like, you can let her die because she has done nothing but whine this whole freaking movie. <laughs> Don't um, and, you know, it, it was he was it. He was the, he. The moment he hit the scene, he got me through the rest of the film. Because I don't think if I had Spider, sounds, yeah. I don't know that I would have made it through the rest of that movie. Um, it was pretty. Rough, I, so. I agree with that assessment. Yes, he, he he made the film. You know, he made the film. It, you know, just like in Crabs with a rag. Well, the what's his name? Uh, Ragu. Rag, yeah. You know, he was kind of like the saving grace. Uh, he absolutely, yeah, absolutely was the saving grace. So, 
Okay, that's what we thought about the movie. Um, let's give you our stomp down rating. It's stomp down rating time. All right, so collectively, this movie is a little bit lower on the totem pole uh, than some of the ones we've reviewed. Uh, two and a half stomps uh, out of five, so right, right down the middle, you know? And, and I think a lot of it's probably pulling from the historical aspect. It has been lost. Right. The comedy aspects of it and Spider. And the like, fact that you gave it a 3.5 and me and Ruben didn't. Okay, yeah. Okay, so these dudes gave it a 2.5. I did give it a 3.5. I gave it a 3.5 based off of the merit of it, like Ruben kind of brought up historically, but Spider. Like, oh, Spider yeah. Spider totally, he stole my heart in this movie. Like, I just freaking love that kid. I could see another movie with that kid in it completely, and our phones are going crazy. Sorry, guys. Um, So that's why I gave it a 3.5, historically and then Spider. But, I mean... Yeah. At least give it one watch. I'm with you, Ruben. One watch, uh, right? Yeah, I give it. Give it one watch. Give it one watch. You don't have to watch it ever again. You could say you saw it, and and you might like it because you know. In a little bit, we're going to talk about the penalty movie that he thought he was going to torture me with. Ended up liking it. Yeah, that one's going to be interesting. That's two so. of us. <laughs> oh golly! So, so um, all right. So there it is from us, man. Uh, Hundred episodes deep, <clears throat> we got to review the lost monster, the lost you know Holy Grail monster film. Um, two of us say see it, one say don't. You're at your own risk. It's worth seeing historically, and a little bit of a laugh, but don't expect a good monster movie whatsoever. Especially yeah. Carvel, but so. don't blame me if you hate it because I'm giving you, <laughs> I'm telling you ahead of time that that I'm saying you just have to do it for uh, what is that for you know. For the historical part of it, but other than that, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I'll ever bring that up in the Plex again. Let's just put that. <laughs> well, okay, so let's move on to the next quick. We are not doing trivia tonight because we got some cool stuff planned, but we did want to find out. I thought I knocked that out of the park with Attack of the Beast Creatures for you guys to watch for losing the last trivia. What did you all think of Attack of the Beast Creatures? You want to go first? You can go first. Go Oh sure, I'll go first. Um, I I started watching it and at first. I'm like, man, this guy, this guy is not a good guy here. Sludge just did it to me. But what? And the more I watched, started watching it, and, and the more I started enjoying it. The special effects aren't actually that bad. They're corny. They're definitely yeah. B movie. But but when that guy goes to get a drink of water and his face gets melted off because it's acid instead of water. That was classic. I loved it. I'm like, ooh, this is going to be good after all. You know, and then, you know, and I'm a big Trilogy of Terror guy. There okay? we go. Yep. Seeing those, there we go. Seeing, seeing Zuni running around, seeing a bunch of Zunis running around trying to kill you was right up my alley. <laughs> I said, man, this is perfect. This is like, this is where he came from. This is his origin story. Because they got, you know, they got that God that they're worshiping and they're, you know, doing all kinds of, but the acting was bad. I'm not gonna lie. The acting was horrible, but they they hammered they they hired amateurs. So if you hire amateurs, you're gonna get an amateur performance. But it was so amateur that it was fun. I loved the the, the little rubber dolls. They were <laughs> yes, they're bad, but God, I loved them and how they were. You know, they're all their teeth and they were biting and 
you know, they were taking down people and swinging from trees and yeah, it was just great. I enjoyed it so much. And, and matter of fact, I was going to comment that it, sh it should have been, we, we should have done it like an underdog. Cause it's like, I loved it. I really liked that movie. It's supposed he, to be horrible. He even brought it up to me it. that a Blu-ray is coming of this movie. <laughs> it is. And, and I, a I is being released. no doubt Ruben's buying this Blu-ray. Uh-huh. Yep. A Blu-ray is coming. Because I looked it up. I'm like, man, I sure would like to own this movie. So I went and I looked it up, and it said Blu-ray coming. I'm like, Blu-ray? All right. I'm, I want to see that face. Because the copy you have on the Plex, I, I don't think it's VHS, but it's not a very clean copy. You can see the... Yeah, not, not the it. cleanest. It might be. Yeah, a I think DVD. at one at one point DVD. there's like a blue line that goes down the the right side yeah. of the screen. Yeah, you exactly. see, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just a big yeah. blue line. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, and, Mark, what about uh, so, you? I mean, because oh, wait, they haven't done it, so you know it's great. No, I'm done. Go ahead, Mark. <clears throat> Loved the movie. Loved it. Yeah, it was that. trilogy of terror. Immediately <laughs> come two. back as soon as soon as I saw him. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, but I, I did. I'm like Ruben. I enjoyed it. I thought it was. I thought it was great. And, uh, of course I had Kayla with me and made her watch it with me. She's dying. She's like, no, what is this? This is terrible. I'm like, this is great, man. This is great. And, uh, but I did, I, uh, I reckon cause it brought back memories of when I first saw trilogy yeah. of terror, uh, that I was like, oh yeah, I need yeah. to see more of this. I need, this is really, really good. I like this. Uh, overall enjoyed it. I watched both movies at the same time. Back and, to back, really? yeah, back to back, yeah, and definitely enjoyed. And you enjoyed and you enjoyed uh, this movie better than I did uh, the first. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh! All right, epic fail on my part. <laughs> oh, epic! Yeah, no, that was good. Man. You did good. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I will try yeah, hard. See, time. for Mark, I probably softened the blow for him, you know, so he got to see one good movie that he enjoyed yes, and one that it he did. didn't enjoy. So. Well, that's what it was. I was yeah. thinking, I was yeah, thinking so. of you guys. Yeah, because I, I, I was trilogy of terror. I was like, they'll yeah. love this. Oh yeah. That's, that's the break. way that worked. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so, in, anyway, so, all right. So, apparently, um, you all don't need to watch Space Monster and Mogwi. You need to go find Attack of the Beast Creatures. There you go. That is, is a it. Much, a much better yes, film. That is so, it. Um, all right. So, okay, guys. Hey, so, again, can you we're imagine, be... Mark, if they actually had a budget to do that movie right? Oh, man, that would have been great. I mean, really man. great. Yeah, if if they'd awesome. had a budget, I probably would have enjoyed it more. I need to finish it still. I just remember getting like, I don't know, not far into it. I'm like, this you is know, this I think I think for Sludge, what did it for Sludge, think he was a bad movie because at the beginning, what looked like the Titanic. Oh, yeah. That's uh, exactly yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Back behind him. So, so for and, you guys, uh, so I, thought, bringing, I think that did it for him. You know, it was bringing back the, the trilogy of terror and the you know, nostalgic yeah. moment. Yeah. For me, it was bringing back the yeah. nightmares of James Cameron's Titanic. <laughs> well, well, like, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I can realize that because you got into the Titanic so much, you had to be upset when, that, when it went down. So I could see... I was upset because I had to wait yeah, two and a half yeah. freaking hours yeah. for it to go uh, down. Yeah. That's what it was. Freaking <laughs> ticked me off. Anyways, so, all right. So there you go, Space Monster Wong Mogwi, and obviously you need to go watch Attack of the Beast Creatures as well. Um, so we're going to move on to the next thing, man, and this is going to be a little bit more for you guys, with you guys. And uh, we got to uh, do a cool uh, call with one of our listeners, one of our friends, uh, Mr. Curtis Harp or Kurt Harper. And uh, here you go. Here was that little segment. All right, and we want to welcome to the show Kurt Harper. Kurt has been a listener for us for a while, and uh, since this is the 100th episode, we are super stoked to have him on here. He's going to ask us a couple questions, and we're just going to talk to him. Kurt, say hi to everybody. Hello, everybody. How you doing? I, I'm good. I'm good. The Lorax is good. I'm good. Ruben, are you good? 
Well, I'm good. Well, he went gray. Yeah. I'm good. And he went gray. So spring, um, spring has arrived in Texas. I don't know what y'all are dealing with, but oh, today it was like 82 man. degrees. It was, <laughs> it was almost 70 today for us here, here which yeah. is nice. Yeah. Um, okay. So yeah, and and Kurt, you're not far from us. You're in Knoxville, right? Yeah. That's right. Yeah. It was beautiful today. So. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. Yeah. Spring is around the corner, and I'm super super excited about it. So, uh, Kurt, before we get to uh i know i reached out to you about you asking us a couple questions um since for the 100th episode we did do space monster wong magui um the previously lost korean kaiju film not from 1967 uh, i was able to uh i pre-ordered uh vhs and blu-ray copy through srs cinema and of course we all got to watch that have you had a chance to watch it yet or pick up a copy of that i have not oh man i would love to have gotten your opinion but <laughs> Don't listen to Ruben. Don't listen to Ruben. Just ignore him. Um, but uh, it's, it's interesting. When you go back and listen to the episode, you'll see what we thought about it. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Um, it, interesting, yeah. to say the least. Yeah, Mark loved it. He oh, absolutely yeah. loved it. So. I, I, was, um, I was hanging from a nose hair on that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, the nose hair is what it's all about. So, uh, Kurt, uh, real quick, man, uh, let us know, uh, well, if you want to, one, how long you've been a Monster Movie fan. And then also let us know how you found our show and, and how long you've been listening. Well, you know, I found the show through um, the uh, Give Me Back My Action movies. Um, and Shout out I to would, Charlie. Yep. And I've been, geez, yeah. uh, that was uh, probably about a year ago, I think. Probably, probably right around a year ago. Yeah, probably close to spring. Uh, you know, I, I started with the back catalog. And uh, and just went forward from there, and I've been listening ever since. Sweet, awesome, that is great. That's is great. there a, is there a favorite episode you have? Well, um, or favorite movie we've done? Maybe that's well. I guess it would be an episode. Yeah. Well, the giant claw, of course. That's a classic. That's, that's <laughs> yes, it is. Um, you know, I, I like talking about the show at Eurogodzilla Godzilla a lot. Um, I think that that's that's my favorite. My favorite uh, kaiju movies definitely are uh, those Godzilla and also the Gamera. You know, I'm a, a as a kid, you know, the older Gamera's uh, were favorites, but that trilogy from the 90s is just so good. Um, I, I really enjoyed that as well. Agreed. Now, are you stoked about the, uh, and then we'll get to your questions here, uh, the, um, um, I'll switch to me, you know, that everybody's going to see me on the camera video feed, whatever. This is the 100th episode, do what oh, we want. Yeah. Um, so it's you, man. Um, I know Shisuke Kaneko doesn't have any actual part in the new Gamera anime that's coming out to Netflix, but he did submit his opinion to the crew because they did reach out to him uh, in making this. Are you excited about the new Ga- Gamera anime that's coming out? Well, I am. And, you know, and uh, anything new with Gamera is great. I- I'm looking forward to it. Um, I just hope that it's not Monster Planet Godzilla, you know that that. Oh, yeah. Boy, that... <laughs> you know Ruben's yeah. thoughts on that one. One hundred percent. You don't even have to finish that sentence. <laughs> uh, but you know, but then uh, Godzilla uh, was a singular point or single point or whatever. Singular point. Um, yeah. That was great. I really enjoyed that. I had a lot of fun with that. And you know, and I, I also had fun with uh, the, that Pacific Rim series, the, the uh, two parts. Pacific oh. Rim Black, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, that, that was, was great good. too. Um, and the Ultraman anime that we just saw on Netflix was it was really good too. I had a lot of fun with that. 
Um, I'm a, a longtime Ultraman fan, and I, you know, I enjoy the first series the most. Um, and it's obviously a reimagining, but I thought it was really good. I, I liked a lot of what they did, and a lot of the, the monsters and, and the Ultraman and all that was, was really excellent. So if Gamera has that quality, uh, I think we'll be okay. I agree. I think it's been pretty cool. And him fighting, him fighting five monsters in six episodes, I think it's going to be pretty sweet, yeah. like nonstop yeah. action. So, which gotta is, have the money. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. So I think a mix of new and old. So we'll see. Coming hopefully soon. It's this year, but they haven't set official release date. I was gonna so say there's no date yet. No official enough? one. No. Just like the third final season of Ultraman, it's coming out this year on Netflix, but we don't know the Sometime. final date. Yeah, that's how Netflix likes to yeah. roll. But so, anyways, man, Kurt, we have you here for a hundredth episode, and we wanted to give you the yep. opportunity um, to ask all of us, any of us, any two questions that you wanted. So shoot away with your first question. Oh, yeah. Well, first of all, I'm going to open up with a statement. And and what I want you guys to know is that even though you don't know me and we've never met or anything, and this is the first time we've actually talked, I think of you guys as friends. Uh, I think that a lot of people who listen to podcasts, um, who listen to the same podcast consistently, like I have, um, you begin to think of the host as your friends, as your learn about them, you learn about their families, about their lives, um, and in your mind as you're listening to the conversation, oftentimes a good podcast like yours makes you feel like you are part of the conversation. And so for me, as a fan of the show, I want you guys to know how much I appreciate what you do, and that when I think about you guys, I think about you as my friends. Awesome. Oh, um, man, exactly. we appreciate exactly. that. Awesome. Um, like, and yeah, bottom of our hearts, like, we, that means a lot to yeah. us, because I know yeah. that was... One of the biggest goals, and I'm not going to try and treat this like a question, but I do want to respond to that. One of the biggest goals that the three of us had in mind when setting out to do this show was we wanted to do something different than what the normal run-of-the-mill movie review show was. And that was two things. One, to form it more like an old-school radio show like Bob and Tom or Man Cow in the Mornings or even the old-school Howard Stearns, you know, was to give it more than just the review and be done. That's why we wanted to do the – Segments like Test Your Might and these things that we've tried out to make it different. Uh, that was goal number one. Goal number two was to create, even if it's small, a community um, with the, the social medias where, you know, we do, you know, the the underdogs and the Monster Mash Wednesdays and the Friday yeah. Night Fights, which I'm sorry, due to some no, personal no. issues, we missed a few of those. But <laughs> but that, that brought us, you know, we didn't want it to just be us talking and having listeners. We wanted it to be a community of friends and family that got together and enjoyed this together. So thank you for saying that because I do know, and I, I'm definitely speaking for these two as well. We look forward to getting on the socials and seeing, Hey, did Kurt talk about tonight's, you know, what he say about Friday night fights tonight? Did Kurt like this movie we put on monster Do- or on, on the underdogs? What did they think about when it comes to monster mash Wednesdays? So, I mean, it's important because we, we view you guys as our friends and family. Um, so thank you for saying yeah, that. Yeah, yeah definitely. You, either you guys want to add this. Okay. In, no, just that I I agree with him. I mean, whenever I interact with anybody on, they're they're part of our little group. You know, they're I consider them friends. Oh, you yeah. know, yeah, I'm all the way in Texas, and I consider these two guys two of my best friends. Even though we we never seen each other in person ever. Right. You know, it's only <laughs> been via via uh, via this podcast or you know messaging or whatever. But but I truly you know and. uh and that's what I wanted for the show when I joined. I said I want it, want it to be interactive. I want people to be able to, 
be able to reach out to us and ask us questions or critique us or whatever without feeling like, uh, you know, we're going to pounce on them or whatever, you know, I wanted a, a, a comfort level, you know, a comfort level. And I think hearing Kurt say that makes me feel good about what we've done. Yeah. Well, and I, and I think, you, you, you know, yeah. here in the last few months, Kurt's names come up more and more, right? Yeah, you know, yeah. And so yeah. it, you do, you do come in, and and we do appreciate your opinion, what you think of of the show, and think of us, and and so it is important. Yeah, totally agree. And it's not just, and for those of you, I gotta keep remembering to look to the camera and, from, and to the guys. It's all, <laughs> all of you all listening. Like it's everybody. Uh, we got somebody coming up that sent in some questions. Uh, named Josh Morin, who's a new listener as well. And me and him have become really great friends, and he started interacting in the groups as well. Um, it's all of us, you know, and that's, that's what's exactly. cool about it. That's Even it. the ones that may comment or message once in a blue moon, it's exciting to see, you know, and it's good to know that we've got yeah. people out there. And what's really cool, too, is is that, you know, I know for us, when it comes to that is, man, like when you had – went to the hospital with your heart issues. Yep. You know I mean? The, 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 the yeah. group, man, everyone just started outpouring thoughts, prayers for your, for Mark, you know, was super, super cool. Even with the stuff that I've been dealing with, with mom, my mom in the hospital on my personal page, I'm seeing so many people from the group commenting or liking the post or saying, praying for you, thinking of your mom, you know, and sending personal messages. <coughs> let us know, man. I mean, that, that was the big main goal and Kurt, you saying that to us uh, lets us know 100% we have succeeded in, in that. Exactly. So thank you. Exactly. So, and we'll move it back to you, man, for your questions. Okay. So I have yeah, two yeah. questions, uh, which is what we agreed on. So my first question is um, – it sounded like it sounded like sorry. We the way when he said what's what we agreed upon. Like he was you want to ask more, but I'm like no, we're limited to two. You know, I, was, I wasn't being a Nazi about that. Sorry, no, I was just trying to keep time wise. Okay, so first question is how has your fandom, uh, how has your fandom impacted your faith, and how has your faith influenced your fandom, or how has your how has your faith influenced your fandom, and how has your fandom influenced your faith? Okay. Either you guys want to take that first. If not, I can. I'll let you take it. All right, so I'll take it first. So yes. a, you're meaning like the monster movie fandom, correct? Or, or John, um, you know, John. monster um, or horror or whatever. For me, two, two ways, two, two, two really big ways. Um, the first and foremost, as a child and uh, growing up with faith and, and even, even into adulthood, even now, honestly, my whole life, um, I related, especially Godzilla, a lot to to as a child to watching him fight all of these massive battles or monsters um, that he had to overcome, and a lot of times he couldn't do it by himself. Um, and then growing up in church at the same time, I related those movies and that's that that mindset to stories you hear in the Bible, like David and Goliath. Or you know Samson fighting the army of a thousand with a jaw with just with jawbone, is is that we are dealt with? Oh my God, I hate where I'm going now. Thanks, Kurt. I have to go to Godzilla's Revenge. <laughs> Son of a gun! <laughs> Dang it! <laughs> knows my opinion on that little silver. Beautiful, beautiful. Ah. <laughs> oh, and only the hundredth episode. So there's the moment in Godzilla's Revenge where. This hurts me in the <laughs> my soul. Like, oh god, that is awesome. Um, there's the moment in Godzilla's revenge, and we all know when when Minya's talking to Atiro, and he's talking about Godzilla, talking to him about overcoming his his bullies and things. And that that's that's the moment. 
that's the thing that would define the biggest aspect of, of my fandom is that my faith is based on knowing that God is there and gets me through and he'll put me through trials, but I'll be able to overcome whatever big the obstacle it is. And I was able to, and I've always been able to relate and see that specifically in the Godzilla films as a kid. I, you know, that was a, that was me being able to visualize and know that I can't run away from any situation and I have to be able to stand up and face it. And I hate that I had to use Godzilla's revenge for that, but that that's how it impacted me. Um, uh, in my in my faith, they they really kind of went hand in hand. You know, I I read it in the Bible, I heard it in in church, I was able to visually see it in Godzilla movies. Um, and then growing up too, especially here in the last decade or so, um, uh, my faith impacting my fandom because I guess the last part would be my fandom impacting my faith. Um, was for me, I really started noticing that what we put in ourselves will come out. Um, you know, and because you know, I know some of our listeners are Christians, some are not. So for, for us, you know, it's, for me, it's, it's, my mom has this old saying and a lot of people have garbage in garbage out. And uh, the Bible talks about that too. You know, the, 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 you know, the eyes being the, the, the land, you know, the keys to the soul and things like that. Um, I started to really step back uh, kind of during the beginning of the show too, um, when we first started, and really kind of cut out a lot of things that I was watching, um, depending on content-wise. You know, I built up this Plex Media server for friends and family to use, and it really went through there, too, was that I started getting rid of some monster movies and, and, and a lot of horror movies because of content. Uh, working through my faith, I was like, you know what, I'm going to put this stuff to a test. What, what I'm feeding myself, is it really coming out? And I come to find out that, yeah, it absolutely was. I've noticed that Little things, you know, I wasn't getting angry as much or as quick uh, with people, and I had more patience or my language, just different things. I noticed that there was there was aspects to what I watched that was impacting me that I didn't realize, um, and so in turn, that's that didn't affect my fandom because I do limit things that I do watch where ten years ago I wouldn't have. But, but um, I think sometimes in some of it, uh, it does affect your fandom because <clears throat> it made me aware of things that I was watching, you know, by going on the Plex and seeing things that you were posting, putting on there made a difference, you know, editing out, you know, nudity scenes, editing out some bad scenes in some movies that you do have on there. Right. Like predator Two, yeah, I edited yeah. all that stuff out. And, yeah. And, and so it kind of makes people aware around you. I think that, um, it, it, it well, I don't know how to say it, 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 but it affects other people. What you're facing to your fandom, uh, and so it is. It is a situation where people do see it and 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 respect, and it even makes other people think, "Hey, I really don't need to see this, or my kids don't need to see it." And so it was, you know, I think it was a very good thing. Right, right. Ruben, you got anything for that? Yeah, um, mine's going to be a little bit different take on that. To me, I see my fandom as a gift from, from God because this fandom has given me so much. I mean, it's brought me closer to, I mean, I've made so many good friends because of it. I've made, you know, it's, I've got a bond with my son, which you, you guys will completely understand. I oh, got yeah. a bond with my son because of this fandom that can never be broken and, you know, and a bond with you guys and, I always step back 
and look at it. Not we all have free will, but I think God puts us puts people in our path, and we have to choose these people, or we can just brush them aside. What are the odds that I would be on Facebook just one day looking at Godzilla stuff? That I would meet a guy who just edited Godzilla 1985 and did an edit and wanted somebody to review it to see how it was. That's how I met Sludge. Mm -hmm. What are the odds that I that I would run into the and 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 then we would become look look where we are now doing a a podcast and and we made all these friends. I see that as a gift that was put in front of me that I decided okay I want to embrace it and um. You know, there's to me one of the greatest gifts is friendship that God can give us, and, and of course, you to, to your point, of course, you have we still have free will. We have to pick and choose our friends, and yeah, and know, hey, you know what, this guy, you know, I've had some friends that are really bad news, and I've been able to talk to them and kind of you know put them on the right path or at least help them out. All that is a gift, and it's and, and to me the the whole fandom is is a gift, and I've treated it as such. So my faith, um, how can I put this? My faith helped me embrace my fandom while the fandom helped me embrace the gifts from God, if that makes any sense. Yeah. It does. That's yeah. good. It I does. like that. It does. That's a great yeah. point of view. So. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. um, Kurt, hopefully that answers five for you. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so awesome. Okay. Well, yeah. hit, hit us with your second one, man. Uh, my second question is uh, we, we are all parents. Uh, and I'm wondering how your fandom has impacted your parenting. Um, oh, you know, yeah. it, it, it's <laughs> something that you, yeah, obviously you all, uh, you know, bonded with, with the kids over it and all that, but I'm just wondering how you approached it as a, as a parent. Um, let's let the oldest take that one because <laughs> I yeah. could sure yeah. comment well, on that. Know, I mean, um, I reckon uh, as as Sludge got older, since you know he he was he was the one that I uh, was doing the parenting with. Um, the the older he got, the more excited I got as a parent. Something that we can bond together and enjoy together. Um, and I, did I ever think it'd come to this point that we you know we would be sitting in two two thousand twenty three doing a hundred episode podcast? No, I didn't expect, but I know the enjoyment that we got out of it together and, um, how, how it just, it, it enables us time to spend together that we could discuss life things. We could discuss all kinds of things, uh, as we sit down and enjoyed these movies. And, and to me, uh, um, it, it's something that's special, um, that, um, I reckon you just that bonding time and, and, and learning and giving uh, that you just can't get enough of. And we're still doing it to this day. Yep. Ruben, about you? I'll go last on this one. I kind of touched on it on last. The, the first and foremost, that bond, it, it really helped um, with the bond with my son. And it also opened up a, a channel of communication because he was, and and maybe I'm unique, but it opened up a channel of communication with him where he could come to me and talk to me just about anything. And he knew that I was not going to, you know, jump on him. Like if he thought he did something wrong or whatever, and you know, we, we, we could talk it out and, um, you know, 
a lot of these movies, they're just good old fashioned monster movies. There's no moral, but a lot of them I have used like, Hey, remember the, in this movie, this happened and you know, look what they did and look what, you know, even aforementioned Godzilla's revenge. Oh, God. And, uh, <laughs> you know, even though, you know, it's, let's just put it this way for father's day. Right. My son got me a shirt that says world's best dad and it's Godzilla and Minya. And that scene where Minya's on his tail. That's the shirt awesome. says world's best dad and and he got me that shirt which still hangs in my closet today and um to me it opens up, it opened up a channel of communication that might have not been there had it not been for these movies um bonding us together on that you know or or you know we'd sit there and talk for hours about movies and sometimes it went in directions that we didn't intend to you know what i'm saying you're sitting there talking about you know Godzilla SOS and then all of a sudden you're talking about you know girls that in school and things like that it just goes that way so these movies helped me open up that channel of communication that I might not have if it wasn't for this that bond and that uh, that you know bond with these movies I definitely agree with you guys wholeheartedly on that one especially when it comes to like Jada the oldest uh, but I'm going to I'm going to use Gavin as the example for my answer so as a kid growing up and when I brief, uh, briefly test on or I touched on on the last question on how these characters in these movies impacted me and really shaped how I saw things and made decisions myself in life. And not just the monster movies too. It actually goes to the comic book page. I mean, you go to Scarlet spider and venom respectively, the two of them, especially for me, they helped me understand things I was going through and, you know, shape some things of how I wanted to be. And I did the same thing with Gavin. Gavin didn't, he hasn't stuck or, or, or clenched onto the Godzilla stuff quite like Jada did. But he has massively for Ultraman. And I've really pushed that with him because mm-hmm. I want my son to have a good hero to look for, look to. Someone he is excited to see every day. And when it comes to Ultraman um, and that series, it's just. I think you're very hard pressed to find a show that is so positive, so good about making sure one, the hero is the most important two, the hero has a set of morals and three, the hero always sacrifices himself for the better of others, you know, and there's so much of that for me that is biblical in, in our faith that he can see that visually and he has someone to look up to. And he absolutely does. Ultraman's why he wants to be a cop. And I think that's fantastic. He wants to help people and, and, and is willing to put his life on the line, even at eight years old, to save somebody because he wants to be a hero. And he'll always say it, like Ultraman. Um, you know, that's, that's something huge for me to instill into him and to give him a hero that he can have. And as he's starting to now get older, he's now asking questions, like especially with the Ultraman anime on Netflix, was is well, Dad, why did Shinjiro do this um, in this episode? And we'll, we'll start talking about why he made those decisions. And so there's just, like Ruben's saying, there's, there's doors that are opened in communication and the bond yeah. with my son that these shows and these movies really provide, really, truly provide. You know, and I, I go back to when, when Mark introduced me to Godzilla with 1985, but then immediately following, we watched the original one. And, and again, I've talked about it before on, on the show, 
the moment that that mom is in that alleyway holding her kids, like, yeah. and she's like, we'll see daddy soon. That was such a life-changing moment for me on how I viewed movies, but also how I viewed life and things. And so, I mean, like, you get those things, and, and that's what, you know, movies, and especially this fandom in particular, needs to be and is an escape from reality that we need from everyday life. So there's a positive in itself right there. But then most of these movies that we watch, you can find a message somewhere that you can discuss with your children uh, in, in raising them. And with Ultraman, I've really found that uh, that aspect of that. With Jada, she's a teenager. We have a lot of discussions on the movies that we watch together, mostly monster movies. But we really kind of deep dive into it, you know, kind of like the monster that we reviewed a while back, you know, and me and her really sat and talked about that movie because she actually watched that movie with me when we when it first came out. And she was like, Dad, she's like, that's really, you know, I mean, we know there's the monster outside. And I talked about it on the episode. She's like, but she really had to face the monster she was inside. And I think that was the better part of this movie was was that message. And I'm like, you're right, kid. We deal with this every day. So so we're able to learn and teach our children through a lot of this as well. So exactly. that's, that's definitely how it's, how it's helped me parent is, is, is given those opportunities yeah. like Ruben talked about and, and setting the hero and, and things like that. Uh, the role model um, would definitely be it. I think. All right. Hopefully that works for you. Yeah. I, I will add one more thing. Cause I don't want, I don't want to downplay it, but music also plays a big part in my parenting. Believe me. Oh yeah. Oh yes. Definitely. Oh yes. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. So. Well, that's why Ruben's in control of monster mash Wednesdays. So <laughs> actually Ruben's yeah. been a huge help here lately for everything else for me. Cause things have been rough in the personal life. So Ruben has been a lifesaver, but yeah, that's why he's in charge of monster mash Wednesdays. He's the music man, even though I'm the one that plays six instruments. You know, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it don't matter. Ruben's, Ruben's got it. Ruben's, Ruben's got man. it. Oh. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, right on. Well, Kurt, thanks, man. Is there anything else you'd like to um, add? Uh, yeah, I'll give you an opportunity for another question or say before we move on here. Nope. Just about the parenting aspect. I just uh, came across Snow Beast the other day. Oh, and, yes. Uh, <laughs> ever that movie, I think of the story of you and your your dad leaving you in the in the blizzard in the trailer watching Snow Beast. Oh, yeah. man. It <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I said, that's why I want him to go first because uh -oh. i got plenty of parenting <laughs> options here. You know, like, oh, gosh, you know, the Snow Beast story. Mom finding out that, you know, uh, he introduced me to certain non-appropriate things with From Dust Till Dawn, um, <laughs> you know, taking me to see the relic. You know, you know. Yeah, there's there's a few that I think Mark for, so, yeah. You know. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no problem. No problem. Yeah. yeah. No. So, well, Kurt, man, uh, thank you again so much for joining us for the 100th episode. And uh, we hope that you uh, have enjoyed the time with us as well and that you enjoy the future episodes. Uh, oh, I'm honored. I, I, appreciate, I appreciate you because uh, whenever I put a monster mashup, a lot of times and he'll, he'll comment or he'll like it or whatever. So I appreciate that he's uh, looking out for that stuff. Oh, Always yeah. paying attention. So, yeah. Kurt. Thank you, man, so much. We appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Have a good night. You, right. too. you too. Good night. Good night. And now back to your regularly scheduled program. All right. So we had an absolute blast with Kurt on here, and he had some great questions, man. Like, I wasn't expecting those questions. I don't know if you guys were. 
Like he was, yeah, he was pretty. He's pretty into it, and 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 like where he was coming from, his his train of thought, I yeah. should say. Oh yeah, much deeper questions than I planned yeah. or thought of. Yes. So, um, but uh, we've got a few more questions, man, that we wanted to hit up and answer um, for a few listeners. So we've got three listeners sent in a total of six questions, and uh, we're going to run these off here for you guys real quick and 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 try and answer these. So, David Walcott, you're up first, man. We've got some cool questions from you. David's first question was, uh, there's a few series of books on philosophy and, you know, insert the fandom, like philosophy and Batman, philosophy and Star Wars, etc. Yeah. Do we know something like that for monster movies? So philosophy and a monster movie. Do I know of anything that exists like that. Wow. The only thing that I can compare or... or Come on. Do you have one, Ruben? I mean, you got to go with the, the king. I mean, Godzilla. With, oh, I mean, yeah. Well, I was going to say the right. one. Am I understanding the question right? Well, from what I'm saying, like, so there's a there's a series of books. So we're talking about book series that deals with philosophy. Oh, books, and, yeah. Yeah. Um, I would well, probably. There is, there, is a, uh, there is one. There Actually, there is one. It's called, uh, the, I, I actually wrote it down. The kaiju film. It's a critical study of the cinema's biggest monsters, and it's all about kaiju's. And it goes into the, um, it goes into, believe it or not, the theology. You know of you know, and and of course you've got the um, the lore, the folklore of a lot of these monsters and everything. So there is there's that book that's out there. Okay, cool. So it, the, well, I was because I was going to bring up yeah. um, uh, Godzilla. I think it's called Godzilla, Japan's favorite monster. Um, breaks down the history of Godzilla and how yeah, it impacted yeah. uh, uh, society yeah, and cinema. Yeah, kind of like that. Um, yeah. So that would yeah. probably be something that's close to philosophy as far as how the movie impacted it. So there's two of them there for you, uh, David, um, that are out there that you can get on Amazon um, or somewhere else. Um, so, yeah, so a couple of those books do exist for the Godzilla films for sure. Um, that's worth checking, definitely worth checking out. Number two, The Hidden Fortress. Great movie. Um, and uh, substantially, yeah. it's an old Sam. Uh, the Hidden Fortress is an old samurai film. Um, substantially influenced Star Wars, and then of course with Star Wars, substantially influenced the world. What would you recommend as similar movies for the monster genre? So I'm guessing this is is movies that monster movies that impact the world. Um, yeah, they impact the world. And again, <laughs> big G. Yeah, <laughs> right? yeah. I mean, I mean, if you think uh, about it. That's kind of who we got to go to. I mean, when it comes to monster yeah. movies, the big man himself, Godzilla, I think, has impacted the world more than anybody else when that first movie came out. Yeah, because because you had King Kong come out in '33, which influenced Toho to make Godzilla, but Godzilla really was the was the battering ram that that uh, to use the language knocked down that castle. You know, that went over the drawbridge and knocked down that castle door and they'll open it up. I mean, you can make the argument that the atomic bomb is the real monster here because, because of you know, it created Godzilla, which created all these other monster movies. Yeah, but, but I think see, like I think my that, favorite tarantula and all that other stuff. Right, know? right. I, th- I think that's right. You're right on it, though. I mean, so if you think the hidden samurai influenced Star Wars, Star Wars influences the world. King Kong influenced Godzilla. Right. Godzilla influenced the world. Godzilla, and st- and the still world. to this yeah. day. I mean, with the legendary pictures, you know, bringing it back out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Every day you're seeing something, uh, it seems like, about Godzilla. What's, you know, what's going on with Godzilla? Or even, you know, TNT and TBS and all of them are just steady playing them. Yeah. Uh, big, yeah. 
you know, big way. Yeah, so there you mm-hmm. go, David. There you go. Kong inspires Godzilla. Godzilla inspires the world or, or influences the world. So, all right, two more questions. And, and you know, you got, Godzilla, you got Godzilla in Seinfeld. He's got yep. a Godzilla figure on his shelf. And I believe in The Office. Um, uh, Godzilla got, figures are Godzilla show up in uh, Roseanne uh, as well. Uh, the Office, yes. Seinfeld. Huh. And then, yeah. you know, of course, you can go on, you know, he's yeah. in The Simpsons and, you know, things oh, like yeah. that. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, he's all over the yeah. place. Um, all right. Yep. So, all right. next round of questions we've got is from a new listener who has uh, binge listened to all of our episodes in like a couple months. Uh, become a real good friend of mine named Josh Morin from Connecticut. What's up, uh, Josh? And uh, Josh had a couple questions. Uh, one of them is very interesting, <clears throat> not monster movie related, but I thought it was a very good question. What are the best and worst parts of being a part of a podcast? Um, I'll let you guys answer one of this one because I've got some technical answers to that well, one. Right here is the best yeah. part: is the three of us get together yes. and to sit down and and critique or review movies, but just just bond together and 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 have great evenings um, doing what we like to do. Yeah, I, I, best part yeah. definitely. Ruben, you got anything to add on that one? Yeah, uh, same thing. I mean. Um... A lot of, believe it or not, yeah, we do our show and we put it together. I mean, well, we don't put it together. Sludge puts it together. That's right. <laughs> and, um, yeah, but the behind-the-scenes stuff that you guys don't see, some of that's just as good, if not better, than the show. I mean, we talk okay. about all kinds. We'll go into theology. We'll talk about music. Who's the best drummer? Who's the best guitarist? Oh, you yeah. Know, bands, uh, food, you know, it, it just goes... Well, Everywhere. yeah, man, we had what, and, what, like uh, almost an hour-long discussion, like a couple weeks ago, about Triumph. Oh yeah, you know, oh, yeah. so we'll, yeah, we'll yeah about Triumph. Right on, like, talking about Triumph. Oh, you great, know, it just goes on stuff. and on. And and for me, the only worst, the only part that I don't like is I'm so far away. That's, yeah. that's agreed, agreed. Yeah. We, we would much love to have you right yeah. here in the studio. Yeah, and yeah. and and not right. all the way down in Corpus yeah. Christi. But so. thanks to technology, we do now have you know your big pretty face right there, there with us. Right. I mean, a little bit bigger right. than ours. Yeah. What is that? What point. is that? A forty three inch? That is a fifty five inch. Fifty five inch TV. That's what oh, we got. Dang, that's what man, we I got. Make sure I put makeup. <laughs> <in>. <laughs> dang. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> well, I got to agree with you guys, man. That that is that is as far as the part because I can go into and we all could go into the rest of it when it comes to the social stuff, you know, with with the, with the listeners. But to, to keep it short and on the podcast, the best part is this is is the banter. And I mean, we do the Rubens right. We give you guys an hour long episode. We're probably talking to each other for two three hours every right. time. You know, I mean, there's so mm-hmm. much that you guys aren't seeing that. That that aspect, yeah, definitely the best part of it. Um, one other thing I would do want to say about what would be a best part of the podcast is the opportunities that we get with guests. Yeah, getting to it, sit oh, down yeah. with like, the greats like yeah. August Ragone or you know Pierce Barrelsheimer from Crabs. Like those moments are really freaking cool. Um, so those would be the best parts. Worst part is going to be the part that I do. Um, and that's the, yeah. <laughs> that's the, that's putting the, the show together. You know what I mean? Um, we do a little bit different, obviously than most standard podcasts. You know what I mean? We try to drop cool. We got a little drop segments and, and coming up with new parts and new show of the show all the time. And then of course doing the video part of it as well. It's the editing time. Sometimes can just get, you know, very, it's the worst, not, the, not that it's bad, but it's I, the worst. worst I part. don't have a problem with the editing. Do you Ruben? No. 
Oh, Easy no, we're good. Me. Yeah, we're good. We yeah, got that. That's because y'all don't do any of that. I'm not doing it all. So. Uh, but, you know, that, well, that's look, it. I, you just... know, when the show's over, I go up here and I go file, save, and I name it. There you go. And then, I mean, I'm done. And then I just drop it into the Google Drive and go. I'm done. You know, I, it's pretty simple. So we get yeah. done with it and I go <laughs> file, save, then I have to cut it all up. I have to go download the movie trailers, import the audio. Put the video in a different project. I got, got to go through and import all yeah. the, the drops, the stop down. The, but yeah, anyways, somebody's yeah, whining. Somebody that would be that again. Not it's you're not like the bad. lady in the hand of the monster right there. <laughs> I am acting like her now at this point. So, uh, but that would be it. That, that would be the worst part. I mean, really, there's no real bad part to this. But if I had to say the worst part would just be just the time. I, 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 I'll, I, you know, I'm gonna give you props one time. Yeah. You know, even Stompy tells me not to. Is uh yeah you do a good job on the editing you so, do very good it. job I, uh, I appreciate that we don't listen to Stompy here anyway so yeah. all right and question <laughs> we do you do well, well you yeah. all shouldn't yeah. but um, anyways question number two from Josh if you each had to pick one movie out of all the reviewed movies we've done so far which one would be your favorite mine will mine will have to be honestly Godzilla nineteen eighty five that's you know. That's one of my absolute favorites. That's what started it off for me. And I was so excited, especially the last couple. You know, by, by the time we got to Terror of Meg Godzilla, I was so like, oh my gosh, we got, we're there, we're there, we're 1985. Like, I'm so excited to talk about this, but talk about it forever. It was one of our longer episodes uh, because I talked about it forever. Um, that, that's my favorite one. Godzilla 1985, my favorite one. Hey, and RJ was, didn't RJ Ruben? come on that show? He did. Yeah. He did. yeah RJ yeah. was yep. on that yeah, show. RJ was on that one. Mm-hmm. Ruben, what would your favorite? Okay, be? for me, it's for me, it's going to be King Kong, nineteen seventy six. That was Ooh. my favorite. I actually, mm-hmm. I that actually, was my favorite. I, I was, I was. When I looked at it earlier, I was like, Ruben's will be King Kong or King Kong. <laughs> that was it. That's what I'm like, he's going to pick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Seventy six. Yeah. We're going to go to thirty three. So I kind of, I, I kind of figured uh, out. And I'm going seventy six. You know, I'm going seventy. And it was a tough decision because it's. You know, I'm going to go overcomplicated here. Which one is my favorite movie? Yes. Which one was my favorite to record? Probably the Predator 2 episode with our uh, our podcast partners. That, that one was, was a blast. Oh, yeah. That, that was, was a good blast. time. That was that a was blast good, to do. Really good time. I love the interview ones with August. And, I mean, they were great. But I, it was a, the question was, what's your favorite movie? So I answered it. So 1976. Mark, Mark, I think, I think mine was... Uh, it has to be Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Obviously, it's my number one movie. 2019, uh, Michael Doherty. Yes. Oh, yes. My favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it definitely wasn't the wrong Mecha Godzilla movie that, <laughs> that, that, I, that I watched. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's right. That's only happened a time or two. Yeah. So you got the right King of the Monsters on I that I got one. it that time. So, All right. Well, there you go. Those were our favorites, man. You know, 1980, Godzilla 85, King Kong 76, and Godzilla King of the Monsters 2019. Um, All right. Two more questions we have got from Patrick Moulter. Patrick Moulter, again, appreciate you for all sending these questions in. His first question is, what's the one movie that freaks you out as much today as it did when you first saw it? Ruben, let's let you answer that one first. Salem's Lot. Even though it was a TV movie, it Salem's was a good Lot. one. Salem's Lot's that a good was, one. That was a very good mm-hmm. movie. I might yeah, have to that, think that, about this Yeah, that that. I mean, you, you can't go. Yeah. Barlow freaks me out. I mean, yeah, he looks like Nosferatu, but 
the fact that he was in color and you know he, he just left an impression on me and to the i just watched it i don't know a couple of months ago still freaks me out i mean you know josh Bar- josh right, right that is kurt. kurt barlow was the vampire's name yep yeah and uh and he just freaks me out. It almost it almost went to trilogy of terror because that little kiki doll freaks oh, me yeah, out man. too. But <laughs> this one even more. I love it. Yeah, and actually, I I almost uh, sent a, a message to Ruben today. Did you know? Because the movie that probably freaks me out the most is Phantasm. Really? As much to, today? Oh, yeah. As, that's you know, a real. Good, oh, that's okay. that one was that one crossed my mind too. I, I picked up a mind. DVD yeah. set at Walmart tonight. Uh, there's five Phantasm movies. Uh, did you know that? Yes. I did not know yes. that there was five. Yeah. I, yep. I, I thought there was only three, yep. and but uh, I missed two somewhere down the line. But yes, Phantasm is the one that freaks me out the most. Man, All good right. choices. Man, Salem's choice. Lot, Phantasm. Mm-hmm. Now it's my choice. Maybe I'm a little messed up in the head here. Um, <laughs> we just reviewed that <laughs> movie. Yeah, maybe. Um, <laughs> wait, wait a minute. <laughs> like. Like, I mean, that's hard. What's one movie that freaks me out today? Yeah, I mean, if it's not a horror movie, then I mean, it, it, whatever freaks you out, freaks you out. I mean, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. Man, um, if it helps you, any when I was a kid, The Legend of Hell House, dumbest of movies, used to freak me out. That one where there's a machine to have a machine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one used to freak me out. Yeah, not a great movie, but I can can definitely see that. Man, I don't know, man. Like, and again, this is Mark's fault. Like, he started me early uh, (laughs) on these movies, dude. Um, (laughs) Like, a movie that just, I'm trying to sit down. I mean, like, I remember as a kid, and I've told this story before. Of Snow Beast. And, I knew uh, that was coming. And, I knew and, Snow Beast was coming. And, there it is. And, and there Kurt, it is. Kurt traumatized. Us about it. Traumatized. Yeah, <laughs> uh, a little bit. Um, <laughs> that one definitely got me as a kid, but it doesn't freak me out like anymore, like at all. I enjoy watching that movie. Um, man, like I don't know. Well, you're not freaked out. out at any. Oh. Nothing freaks you out anymore. That, no, man. I, I'll like, tell you what freaks him out right. is the fact that he can't come up with a movie that freaks him out. That's freaking him that's out. That's freaking right me now. out more than anything that's else. I can't think. Right now. I mean, you know, I mean, I go back and you, you know, about, there's I, a, there's another movie, but it's it's newer. I don't know if you guys ever uh, in the, the the third Exorcist. That oh oh, I'm glad you said that. No, so it wouldn't even be the wouldn't even. I do. There is a movie that when I watched, I wasn't young when I watched it, but. It did freak me out as in, I mean, it shook me to my core um, the first time I watched it and still to this day. It's not, not too, it's a newer film, um, not The Exorcist. Um, I watched that as a child and I thought it was hilarious when she puked the green, pu- green puke, the, uh, the pea soup. Um, but uh, as above, so below. When I oh, yeah. first oh, yeah. watched that movie, that was the first movie, I mean, and you know, I mean, I, at one point, I had over 2,000 horror films on DVD in my collection. I have gone through a gamut of horror films. I, 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 I've seen more horror films than I have monster movie films um, by a long shot. Is that the one that um, they're in, like in Paris? Yes, the, yes. They go through, know, in the tunnels through, and stuff yes, underground. Yes, yes. Find the Philosopher's yes. Stone yes. and all this. Yes. So what freaked me out so much about that movie, not the claustrophobia, uh, again, Mark just had me warped as a child. I was cl- climbing through caves at the age of five. 
So Descent, those claustrophobic movies, things like that, don't bother me at all. You know I mean, it's not that. It was the first time I've ever seen Hell depicted on a film. And we're talking, I've watched Faust. I've watched, I mean, you, dude, you think about Hell House, yeah. Hell, you know, or, or Jeet mm-hmm. Goku from Japan. I've seen a lot. That's the first time that when they depict Hell in that one, each person's Hell is personal. You know what I mean? Like, you got the, yep. the car that's on fire because he caused that accident that killed those people. It's the guy sitting out at the piano that starts playing. That shook me to my core. Because you always see hell is fire and brimstone. But the moment that they turn that into something personal for everybody individually, it's like, dude, yeah. you know, fire and brimstone is one thing. But to go through constantly for eternity, the worst, most mm-hmm. traumatic painful moment of your life over and over again shook me so that's it definitely as above so below without question there you that's, go yeah it's took funny, a minute uh, sorry you should say that's, that. right. that's the yeah that's the that's the premise of the show lucifer he's a dc comic guy right. oh, yeah. yeah yeah and the show lucifer that's hell it's like they have to go through their worst memory or whatever they're in a room and they're just going through it over and over oh, and man. over and over again. terrible terrible yes man. all right Question number two by Patrick. With the onset of the era of comic book movies and the MCU, DCEU, fixing to be just DCU, if they open their films to their darker and monster stories, would they be considered legit horror and monster flicks or by virtue of their pedigree never truly be in the club? Wow. Okay, I'm going to dive in this one a little bit. But if you guys... Would they, you know, so if they dived into their darker sections or monster stories, do you either do you guys can think that they would be legit horror monster flicks, by vert or by virtue, never truly be in the club? Like they'll be, you know, the superhero genres. What do you guys think? That's a good question. It, it depends on the quality of the movie. Yeah, really. I mean, it would depend. Okay, like okay, we just saw. Um, I just went blank. Marvel just did it. Werewolf by Night. The wolf. Um, werewolf by Night. Werewolf by Night. Yeah. Yep. Is Werewolf by Night a superhero movie or is it a horror movie or what would you call? I would call it, categorize it as a, a horror movie. Yeah, I, I would horror too. Show. I, yeah, I would too. Not. Yeah, more than than superhero. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Yeah, I you know, but then that. That, where the line blurs is like um, Doctor Strange, the last Doctor Strange, the uh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, Matt, what it, was it? Something about multiverse of madness. Yeah. Multiverse of Madness had a lot of horror in it, but it was still just a superhero movie to me. It was never really in everybody's oh, it's more of a horror movie. Well, yeah, it is, but it's still just a Doctor Strange movie. So uh, I would depend on the quality. You know, if they do it right, you know, yeah, they can make it. Then what would you like? Like Swamp well. Thing. Are we talking yeah. Swamp yeah. Thing, Wes Craven, Adrian Barbeau? That one. Yeah. Not yeah. Return of Swamp Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Swamp, Swamp Thing would be a straight up horror film. Yeah. You know what I mean, not Return of Swamp Thing. Yeah. But Swamp Thing's right. straight up horror film, right. definitely. Oh. So I mean, so I would, to me, because the door there has been opened already many moons ago. Um, I, I think when done right and in the heart of the of the characters, they would be legit monster and horror films. Uh, yeah. Case in point being, you've got Swamp Thing. Um, you know, Wes Craven wanted to try and kind of stick to the Alan Moore stuff, and and did isk ish kinda. Um, but then you have Blade. Pure horror. I mean, that yeah. was a vampire film from the word go. That was a horror. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Without yes. without a doubt. 
Uh, but then you go from That's that a good to example. Um, would, well, no, that would to be, uh, I, I got to bring up Man Thing, not Man Thing in World by Night, which World by Night to me is pure monster horror, just love letter yes. to the classics. Like that was so perfectly done, it could not have been any better, in my opinion. But back in two thousand and when was this? Gosh, seven? Eight, no, early two thousands, maybe eleven. I, I can't remember exactly. Because of Blade kickstarting the Marvel films, it was it all goes back to him. I don't give a crap what they say about Iron Man. No, Blade started it. They they that movie came out and said comic book movies are cool. It started with a horror genre film with a bunch of monsters. They go on, they do Hulk and all this other stuff. Marvel puts out the cash because they know how well Blade did, and says go make Man Thing. They go make Man Thing. They bring back the first cut of Man Thing, and Marvel says, We cannot release this because it is so R rated. It is so monster. It is so horror. We're putting this in the archives. Sci fi channel pictures comes up and says, No, 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 wait. Let's put, we'll give you an offer for it. We'll pay you. And so they paid the budget. It's like a, I, I, it was a small budget. It was like $11, 12000000 million. No, it was more than that. It was, yeah, no, it was around that. Like, it, was, it, wasn't, it wasn't too big. They bought it premiered it as a sci-fi channel's picture original, which was part of the deal. Marvel said, you have to do this. Put your name first, ours last type deal. Um, and then you can air it as a sci-fi channel picture original type deal. They do. That Thursday night, they made every penny back off that film because of just how awesome it was. And that was pure horror, pure monster. So I think that when handled correctly, they would. I think they would be considered legit horror and monster movies, even to yeah. the most recent example that Ruben gave. It, you know, you were, you were saying, Ruben, yeah. the you know, Werewolf by Night. I mean, yeah. I, think, well, I think it's going to boil down uh, to, depending on the character, right? whether right. it would be yeah. or not. Yeah. Whether it would be or not. Yeah, absolutely. So, because I think that I think I read somewhere they want to do the, the Marvel wants to do the Dracula, their run on Dracula that they did. Years ago, they have been yes. Might, the, the, the Tomb of Dracula has been uh, on yeah. the back burner for a while with Marvel. Uh, mm-hmm. Feige has brought it up a time or two. I do believe they are waiting to see how the reintroduction of Blade goes before ah, they jump jump into that because because Morbius didn't do as well as they wanted it to. Yeah. Didn't do bad. I thought it was a fun film for me, but I liked um, it. I yeah, enjoyed it. I thought it was good. Yeah, I enjoyed it. But you're right. There was. Morbius should have been a horror movie, and they didn't make it a horror movie. Right, Morbius, right, yeah. And the comic book was scary. He was, yeah, oh yeah. You know, he was to be feared, you know. And he wasn't. I was. I didn't find him scary in the movie. No, I mean, you think about, I mean you and think it might be because I read him as a kid. Yeah. Well, I mean, you even go, you even go back to the Spider-Man time, the crossover. Go to Maximum Carnage with where, where you got the crossover with everybody, and Morbius shows up, and there's a panel in there where he's going toe to toe with Demo Goblin, or not Demo Goblin. Yes. No. Yeah. And Demogoblin's afraid of Morbius. Like, that's how yes. terrifying Morbius is. You know what I mean? Like, and that's how he was in the comics big time, you know? And uh, that was such a golden opportunity, especially with Marvel bringing Blade, because those two have crossed paths time or two. And if you bring Dracula down mm-hmm. the, the pathway, I mean, you're. Yes. There's oh, so man. much room there. I mean, you go back to, I mean, look at the, you know, the Legion of Monsters, man. You man thing, Ghost Rider, Morbius, Werewolf by Night, like there was there's a great horror element to Marvel. There is with DC too. It's not, I don't think it's it's as rich as Marvel, 
I mean, you do have Swamp Thing. Not so much modern-day Swamp Thing, but much, much more Alan Moore. You know what I mean? The old-school, original Swamp Thing writings yeah. that Alan did. His his writing was so dark, cryptic, deep, and horror-toned. Would be really, really good. But then you've got, um, oh my gosh, the uh, the demon dude. Um, he's with Constantine a lot. Well, you also got Constantine. Yeah. You know what yep. I mean, so you have yeah. a horror element to it that can be done, and I think yeah, with you guys, I mean, yeah, if they're if it's handled right, I think it'd be legit, yes. legit monster. The answer is yes, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah the absolutely, absolutely, a big resounding yes, yeah, yep. So yeah, Patrick, yes, <laughs> we took a while to get there, <laughs> but yes, so, um, but all right, man, thank you guys so much for sending in questions. Hopefully, we answered them uh, in in a great way for you guys because we do enjoy doing the show, but we also do the show for you all. And uh, we want to make sure you all were a big part of the 100th episode. And uh, we've got one more special thing for you guys um, to, before we wrap this up. And that is a little best of reel for you. So here's some of the best moments of the Monster Movie Stomp Down. And then we have a very special guest that we have promoted on this episode. Uh, none other than the one and only August Ragone. August, say hello. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Thanks for... Uh inviting me to the show man super excited about you being here i mean we've talked about you amongst the three of us and then you in the past and you know like remember the i think it was it actually may have been last not this year but i think it was last year on godzilla's birthday me and you had somehow gotten into a discussion on facebook and uh, i think we'd started messaging each other on messenger and uh and i was flipping out and i was like I told Ruben and Mark both, I'm like, dude, I'm talking to August Ragone. Like, you know, this is like, if you're a science kid, you're talking to Bill Nye the Science Guy or something, you know? I'm like, this is so cool. (laughs) Nate is hyped. So Nate got to ask. It's a takeover. um, uh, How was your interaction with Stompy a couple weeks ago? I don't want to talk about it. So, yeah, I, I, I saw pictures. Anti Stompy over here. <laughs> and hashtag build. <laughs> and it's Mark's birthday episode, so we have got two special guests that made their appearance tonight, just for Mark. Oh, I appreciate sitting it across so from us in house. We have got Charlie from Give Me Back My Action Movies, Give Me Back My Horror Movies. Charlie, say what's up. What's up? Happy birthday, Mark. Thank you, thank you. And then we have got the absolute just. Film master from Good Beer Bad Movie Night in Ohio, uh-huh. and Pete. The Oscar, <laughs> and the Oscar goes, to. and the Oscar goes to Mr. Pete Quint. <laughs> Say what's up, Pete? Hey, what's up, Pete? There we go. There we go. <laughs> yes, so excited. So yeah, so we we kind of pulled out all stops here for for you, Mark. Well, I appreciate that because yeah, you're, you're what sixty. One, one. 61 this one. year. Oh, no. 61. Wow. 61. Right. That's right. So, and we wanted, we've got some festivities planned for you. It's going to be fun. It's so, scary. And for those who listen, know that uh, me and Pete spent some time digging in some <laughs> movies uh, for Mark and uh, got let him choose uh, what movie he picked. And he chose Not Zilla, which is the movie we Okay, be- so. Were you lying to me before the recording, or did you really? <laughs> no, I, I was not lying to you before the recording. Three Not Zillas in the hat. Yeah, there was totally okay. three Godzillas in the hat. So, so Mark yeah, had three. Uh, <laughs> Go you ahead see, and explain that. See, Mark, I told you, you have to watch. You <laughs> didn't see him do air quotes when he said yeah, like three? Three of them. So, yeah, so if you remember back to the episode, Mark had a draw for his movie. He had three movies to choose from, and we found out on that episode that Mark had actually already seen House. Um, and so we, I kind of just 
pulled the uh, boss card, I guess, maybe, and and uh, made sure all three of them said Notzilla. So he, he chose Notzilla, but he really didn't choose Notzilla at all. That's so wrong. So, <laughs> so wrong. So what you're... Stop it! Uh-oh. Yeah, so I texted Mark earlier. I'm like, man, my daughter's a huge Tremors fan. Like, she's she has all seven movies. Well, oh, yeah. she doesn't. I mean, I've got the the newest one, but on DVD or Blu-ray, she's got the, all previous six films. She's a massive fan of the series, mainly because of Michael Gross's character Bert Gummersh, who's the main character or, or mm-hmm. the character through all of them. Loves. She loves Bert. Like she, that's one of her favorite characters on he screen. He didn't ever. go down, did he? No. And spoiler alert: if anyone cares, <laughs> oh, no. Tremors. Bert dies. This is the end oh. of this. This is the end oh. of the series. Oh. He goes out in freaking style. I will say that much. <laughs> like there could not have been a better way for Bert Gummer to go than how he does oh, no. in this. But it was very climactic ending. And I was you're sitting there watching the whole time, and you're like, okay, he's coming back. Like he's not really dead. No, okay, maybe he is. <laughs> okay, no, he's coming. Okay, he's coming back now. And then credits hit, and you're like, son of a gun, he is not coming back. And I, I, I put it up for Jada. I was like, I'm not saying anything. She's like, you watch it, you're dead. I'm like, I, I can't, I'm not going to talk to you about it. And she's like, why? I'm like, this is it bad? I was like, no, it's a great movie. It's really good. But I can't talk to you about it. And then I come back up a little bit later on a break, and it's right there. It's at the end of the film. Like, it just happened. And she's sitting there in shock. And she's like, he's coming back, right? And I'm like, Kid, I'm so sorry. She's like, oh, my gosh. Dude, kid, broke her. Broke, broke her, you know? Um. Stop it! First, first, let me start by saying, <laughs> since, since he did Highlander and you're giving him credit and you're bringing some of that credit over to Razorback, well, then I'm going to take some of George Lucas's power and throw it into Revenge of the Sith. No, <laughs> we can't do that. That's yeah, yeah. Oh. How about that? You know? oh, and, and good one. That, good one. Let, let me take some of let me take some of Raimi's stuff and put it into Spider-Man Three. Oh, that is horrible. The next thing, the next thing I want to hear from him is let me get some Independence Day from Dean Devlin and Roland Emmerich and throw it into the movie that should not be named. No, no, no. The movie that's shot by name shit doesn't get credit from anyone. Okay, it's, good. It's long... At least we draw a line. We have a line somewhere. Yeah, I, I, yeah. yeah but you opened the, the door. I did. And, and Ruben crapped on that open... line with George Lucas and Revenge of the boy. Sith, but whatever. Yeah, I'm like, oh, boy. As soon as he said it, as soon as you said it, I'm like, oh, boy. Here, I got he him right knew, now. Man. I got him right wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I, I was that like way. that. I was like that meme that you see on on Facebook of that that guy behind the tree with his hands together, kind of rubbing together. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh, I'm ready now. Hey everybody, Sludge here with a special episode announcement. And I'm here. Stompy, what are you doing here? <laughs> to make sure you don't screw this up. <laughs> you lost your hat there, bud. <laughs>
I was on that take. I don't know what's wrong with you, Stompy. <laughs> on it, my. Hey, everybody. Sludge here with a very special episode announcement. I farted. Three. <laughs> what other franchise is Cloverfield considered part of? I, I didn't have a clue on this one. I did. I well, I think I do, but I've missed some that I'm that was sure of. The answer that Charlie says is. Pacific Rim. Well, that's what I thought it was. That is correct. Yep. yep. That's, really? That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I and, and don't ask me how I know that, that, but I but I remember time. that. And it wasn't Godzilla, and it wasn't. I knew it wasn't got any of the. I'm like, man, I remember Planet something. Of the talking I didn't think about it was Planet Pacific of the Apes. And, no, yeah, Planet of the Apes and Lost was no, out. no, no, yeah. because there's lost Easter eggs in the film. Oh, is there? And, See, I didn't yeah. Know that. So at the very beginning of the movie, you can see the logo for Dharma. Dharma is the government program from Lost. The the ship in the that they see that is attacked is actually a Japanese oil tanker from the target target what is target Tagrudo oil company Japanese oil company. They say that. Yeah, that's from Lost as well. I my ignorant my what I'm thinking. What I'm thinking since I didn't miss any of them, Charlie is correct. Oh, and now we he do says not need correct. to question Charlie. Charlie is straight arrow general. That's now. right. He's, no uh, questioning the answers from the from coming the from the guy who questions him <laughs> all the time. Really? <laughs> Many unbearable hours later. I mean, so that's just, yeah. Because I haven't touched the camera. Sorry, guys. You're just staring at oh, me. Yeah, so exactly. <laughs> I don't know. So I I felt one hundred percent my phone died, so it doesn't matter anymore. Uh, confident well, Ruben, in in that, but apparently not. Ruben, and, uh, uh, Sludge has lost. I have lost technically, <laughs> although I promise I will come back with a vengeance on this one. <laughs> okay, Wolfie. Yeah. I heard you were a pro wrestler. Yeah, do you want to uh, buy an autograph or buy a picture or some? I got some little small figures that are about your size. My size? Yeah. What, what are you trying to say? I'm trying to say, man, you know, I've beat up a puppet before. It ain't nothing for me to whoop old people, little kids, and puppets. Okay, that's it. Bring it on, because your stuff sucks. Oh, is that right? Well, I tell that's you what. Right. I tell you what. Let's see what you got, Mr. Puppet. Let's see what you on. got. Ready? Yeah. You mark? Get set. Go! Holy crap! Tell me when it's over. It's over. Man, I'm lying to me. Oh, no. Oh, my God. This slot said this was good for me. Told you, man. Slot sucks big movies. This is insane. There you go. Oh, man. All right. All right. He has got the most Christmas spirit. Are you all ready to see Mark and his Christmas spirit? Merry Christmas. Give it to me. Are we <laughs> good go. to go? That is where it's at. So, um, oh, oh yeah. look at that. Oh, man. That's oh, yeah, man. Lucy like, in yeah. the sky. I, with, oh, the L- there you go. <laughs>
I was just reminded of that Monster Squad movie that Sludge made us watch. And I was like, that was super scary. And then I'm watching this, and I was already worried. And for good reason, because Sludge, he's always, like, picking our movies. And I'm, I, don't, I don't like Sludge picking our movies anymore, Stompy. You don't? No. You know, I'm... Okay. This, this, I, I don't care. Crawling. Cross Sludge. Cross Sludge right now. You will be called Sludge. Cross Sludge right now. We need to settle this. Uh, we need to settle this. I'm done. I'm done. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, all right. All right. Okay, little bro. Okay. We'll call him. Hold on. Let me, let me pick up the phone. We'll call him. Carl. Hello? Stompy, is this you? Uh, yeah, man. Uh, Frank wanted me to call you about this gremlin situation. Did he answer? Did he answer? Yeah. You got him on the phone right now? I'm on the phone. Frank, what's up? Oh, okay. What what you do? I know you and Stompy don't always get along. I know that we've kind of broken into your house multiple times. Like a but, lot, Frank. But I'm just following what Stompy says. But are you trying to punish me instead? Because you're picking all these movies, and I'm going to say it's terrifying. Well, I, I, I picked these movies thinking you might like them, Frank. Do you not like them? I, li- I liked, like, the first half. The first half was awesome, and then all of a sudden it turned into a horror movie. And then you're like, all right, it's a kids' movie. Because just like on Monster Squad, it's a kids' movie. And then I had to watch birds eat people. What is your problem, dude? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Frank. I, I, you know, I mean, it's, we, we do monster movies, and, and that's what happens a lot of times is, is people get eaten. Um, I there, know there are nice monster movies. Okay, well. They, they exist. Um, okay, well, I apologize, Frank. How about this? Um, would you like to pick the next movie that you guys do? Absolutely. I already have it picked out. Okay, well then, Frank, you pick out what movie you guys are going to do in January. What movie do you want to do? We are doing Harry and the Hendersons. Harry the Hendersons? Now, shut it, up, Stompy. It, like, just, let him pick. Yes. I'm picking this movie because I've been along for this ride since we started. And I was told we're going to get to watch cool movies. And we've seen, like, two. I will watch Harry and the Hendersons and talk about it. Okay. Well, that's what that's what you guys will do. It's on the schedule now. You guys. No, wait a minute. I didn't say. No, Stompy. It's going to be Frank's pick. Frank wants Harry and Hendersons. I think it's a great choice, Frank. You know? Do you know Thank who you. played? Do you know who played Harry? Yeah, he he's a really tall tall guy. And uh, Charlie told me he he was the predator. Yeah. In in the action movie. Yeah, so try to say I can watch that when I get a little bit older. Yeah, we might wait a little, little bit older. Yeah, so Kevin Peter yeah. Hall played it. Well, yeah, that's I mean, his name. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and he is the predator, so I, I guess that's okay with me. Well, I, mean, I know it, I said it's okay. That's I right. said so, okay, Frank. Okay, okay. You didn't have any All of those right. little tiny bottle drinks again, did you? You left one in the studio. Is, or that I I didn't tell Stompy I had more than one. What? Wait a minute. He that dude sold you two. They were on sale by two, get one free. Wait, so there's a third one somewhere? I didn't say that. Um, okay, guys, so do you need me on the phone anymore? Nope, don't need you anymore. Is that t- hey, this is Pierce Barrelsheimer, the writer-director of Crabs, and you're watching or listening to the Monster Movie Stomp Down, the best podcast of all time.
And now back to your regularly scheduled program. All right, man. Thank you all <laughs> so much for a uh, hundred episodes. I mean, we you know we do do this. It doesn't cost us any. Well, it costs us a little bit. That's not a big deal. Um, <laughs> not like he pays us. So don't don't even think it's going yeah. that direction. No, I definitely don't pay these guys. Well, Marcus gets paid. And again, a little shout out to our sponsors of Cheetos with the Japanese. Hey, stick I, for Cheetos. I need to steal a bag of those. <laughs> Kayla, well, one there. Kayla loves them. Oh, she's tried those? Oh, yeah. You, yeah. Did you steal a bag last time? Not me. You lied. I don't know how she got a hold of <laughs> the them. Lorax but she got is lying <laughs> is what he's doing. Oh, my god. Stompy gosh. took it. Stompy took it. Yeah, that's Stompy right. Took it. It was I will. Stompy. I, I, will, I will blame it on Stompy. I did time. see him, and then he was messing yeah. around my car when as I was leaving, so I think he threw him in the front seat. That's all I know. I wouldn't yeah. put it past that little jerk. Yeah. I'm telling Talk you, I swear. <laughs> Their episode's coming soon, guys. There's this, you know, with things going on. Uh, they did do Harry and the Hendersons. There's, uh, yeah, um, there's there's contract negotiations going on. <laughs> yeah, since I, especially now that I found Stompy stealing my Cheetos, <laughs> yeah, I might have yeah. to redo those contracts again. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, man, hundred episodes. It has been an absolute blast, and we are going to keep running. Um, we do have some cool things in store. Uh, one really big thing in store uh, for you all down the pipeline that's coming. Uh, but man. I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. We've had a blast so far, and we can't wait to see where it goes and hope you guys continue enjoying it. And, uh, yeah, I just got to say thanks over and over again. Oh, definitely, definitely thanks. And uh, keep throwing those comments and questions and everything to us because uh, without you guys, we're kind of not doing anything. Just three dudes hanging out in the basement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're talking. That's it. You know? If we don't have you guys, it gets really weird because <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, three it grown men <laughs> in the basement, yeah. and talking. we're all talking in microphones. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, so we desperately need you all on this but, one. Yeah, the crazy thing is, we have a blast doing it, though. We do have oh, a, yeah, a whole man, lot yeah. of fun. Yeah, and uh, it, it's a good time. Um, and and we we kind of expose you to your weaknesses. Uh, 98 god oh whatever I mean, not weaknesses we, i'm telling yeah, you yeah. by the time yeah. we hit 101 episodes there'll be no more 98 upstairs oh yeah i can't do that, that like, there's right? one 98 thing that has to stay and i can't because i mean uh, wait. it was a gift from my aunt like i can't get rid of it you know like what is that that's the lunchbox deal. oh okay, Remember Aunt yeah. mikey got me well, that what about uh, what about the magazine I've burnt let's go let's go ba- let's go back to that day that I'm at work out there on the pavilion and you pull up so excited and I look in the front seat, but there's a magazine laying there. I was not excited about the magazine. Oh, you that was. Is, no, that you, is not oh, why I was boy. excited. And you know it. Oh, you he know. was so happy. You may speak for the trees, I, but you were a liar. <laughs> I, was in, I was in total shock. What is that in your... <laughs> I am totally quoting Daniel Stern from Chud. You, sir, are a liar. Uh, I was like, wait, you you just purchased this? I did purchase it. Okay, yes. I rest my case. It was like two bucks, you know. I was like, all right, you You're know, excited. It, I wasn't excited, so he was excited because he paid two bucks for it, two, and it was yeah. much more valuable to him than just oh, yeah. the two dollars. Hey, okay, look, this is all I'm yeah. going to say. All right, if we go back to '98, let's let's go back to the '98 deal, and let's remember there was a tiny figure that was bought. For Mark. And what's Mark do? Oh, yeah. He turned around and re-gifted it back to me. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. And then you sold it for a huge profit. And then you? I didn't sold it for 200 freaking dollars. Yes, I did. And enjoyed every penny of it. 
Did Mark see any of that profit? No. I've got $200 worth of enjoyment exposing you to what you have on the shelf up there. That's okay, because when you all look at the logo, you know who RoboCop is. <laughs> oh, so oh, that was yeah. uh, that, oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> that was a pricey enjoyment that has not gone away. Well, I even got a a, a, a post from a message from Justin, uh, bringing up that RoboCop stuff again. I've, I've ignored him yeah. so far. He sent me a picture, and I wasn't <laughs> sure if that was actually him. Or a picture that he wanted me to see. <laughs> it kind of oh. scared me. Oh. oh man, it's been it's been it's been a great ride so far. We do. We have an absolute blast. I mean, even without you guys, we enjoy doing what we do, and we're great. You know, we're 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 family, the three of us, and we enjoy yeah. spending this time together. Uh, and we're gonna keep giving it to you guys, man. Like we're gonna keep pouring out more episodes and content for you guys. And uh, we just greatly appreciate it. So, Ruben, you got anything you want to add? 100 episodes deep? No. just uh, I just wanted to mention June 14, 2018 was our first show. Wow. wow. That's wow. the first show June that premiered. 14th. That premiered. We recorded it before then, but it was released June 14, 2018. So that's how long Is we've been right? doing this. Wow. Yeah. Five years. Yeah. We've been doing this we've a minute. We've been doing this for, yeah, we've five years. When we first minute. started. Yeah. Yeah, when we first started, it was the, I had the, the Sludgecast show, and this was just one right. episode a month. Oh, yeah. And then it's oh, yeah. That's right. Slowly took over and then became the one and only show. And uh, has outlasted. Oh, we were we were the B squad. Remember that in the beginning? <laughs> no, we were the we were the B team. The B team, yeah, the yeah, B team. We were the B team was in the, the beginning. Back the B team. Yeah. That's <laughs> right. I remember that now. So, oh man, I had, I, and I was thinking back, and I like, well, have I? I've only missed one episode recording, and that's when I had COVID, twenty twenty. Yep. And I just could not record that day. It was just, I hated it. <laughs> but boy, that was horrible. And uh, that's don't think that's the only one I ever missed. I don't think I, I haven't missed, missed any. Well, you know, I don't it, know what's wrong but I think you know because if, if really he doesn't good. do them, it doesn't happen. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's basically, it. if I'm not here, it don't it don't happen. Yeah, yeah, it's it it's postponed. Happen. It's not really but, a choice think, in that. But I think Kurt Kurt kind of hit on something really good that he considers us friends. You know, and just yeah. there's so and many I out there. That. I love that he said uh, that that consider that, and we consider them friends and. And and meeting oh, yeah. them and talking to yep. them and uh, and I think that makes us very special, and uh, and for what we're doing, I agree, man. And not and not some downplaying it at all, but not even just the listeners, you guys becoming our friends, but our our brothers in the other shows. You know, what I mean, Charlie, oh, yeah. Nate, yeah, Pete, yeah. Yeah. Troy, you know, Jimmy, all those dudes. Like, and and there's the plug for you guys. I know we're not able to do the commercials because of video stuff. But go check out every show on the Give Me Back My Podcast Network, man. Give me back my horror movies. Give me back my action movies. Good Beer, Bad Movie Night. Give me back my pro wrestling. These dudes are our brothers. They put on a fantastic show. Charlie gives us our trivia. You know, Pete's been on. Charlie's been on. Mm. Nate's been on. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, we got to get Jimmy. Jimmy, got to get you on at some point, man, because um, we, we really desperately want to. Um, so they're all fantastic shows, and they all bring their own piece to the <laughs> to the. To the network, and they're, they're absolutely fantastic. And uh, um, we had—I don't know. I'm just thinking that your your special guest that came over here, yeah, yeah. We had we had Bella come sneaking in here just a minute ago. So, um, uh, uh, you know, we—it's all because of this, and we absolutely love it, and uh, cannot wait to see what we got planned for the for you guys in the future. So we got some big shows coming up. Um, now, I do want to let you all know uh, we may 
we were going to be taking a break a little bit here in the upcoming future just because of some personal things that I'm going to have to, well, get me and Mark will have to deal with. Um, that's just going to require some time for us. Um, but we've got big plans. There are interviews coming up that I think you guys are going to absolutely love. There are some really cool movies that are coming up that I think you guys are going to love. We have just kicked off the new hard copy segment, um, and we've got some plans for that. And then not only that, we have decided, and I forgot to tell these guys when we started this, that we were going to announce this officially tonight uh, for the other episode. We are going to start implementing TV into the Monster Movie Stomp Down. We decided this uh, uh, before the beginning of the year, and uh, the three of us talked, and we are going to start implementing TV itself. So how we'll handle that is, you know, uh, we all decided that if we are discussing a miniseries, like let's say the Korean show that came on Netflix, a Sweet Home, was pure monster show. Mm-hmm. It's only 10 episodes. We'll review that as a whole, one episode. But if we tackle something like X-Files, Twilight Zone, something that's been on for years, season after season after season, yeah. we'll do those episodically. So we'll pick, you know, uh, certain episodes from those series. But we are, we've had a lot of people ask, and we decided as a crew together, we are going to start bringing you guys Monster TV as well. Exactly. So be ready. And if you know that. Vinny, shoot us some shoot us some ideas and uh, see what oh, we yeah. can work with. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, because we're some old school guys. So we got, you know, Twilight Zone. We got Tales from the Dark Side, X-Files, Monsters. Anybody, I mean, yeah. I love Monsters. That was a great freaking show. Did not last long enough. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to Creature Preacher, who actually just did recently a 3D model print, and you can buy from him. You can find him on um, uh, Instagram and Facebook of the lizard monster from the show Monsters. I can't remember what the episode was called, where they're in the museum right. and it hatches. Uh, he did his own 3D print of it, and it's freaking fantastic. Got to meet him at All Monsters Attack this past year, so shout out to that guy for sure. Um, but so, yeah, we're excited about it, man. TV is coming soon um, to go on top of the monster movies themselves, so... Pretty stoked. You guys got anything else? Uh, just appreciate it all. Yeah. Love doing the show. So Want to keep on doing it. We will keep it coming to you guys. So, again, thank you all so, so much. Hopefully you've enjoyed this episode. We love you all. This is your host, Sludge, co-host across from me. The Lorax. The master in Texas. You got Ruben. Y'all have a good night. Good night. Night, y'all. Thank you for your cooperation. Good night.